0: Give me a forfeit. They're grown men. There should never be a a mercy rule.
1: Then walk off the field and say we're done. Because if you're going to do this and get upset with the results, it's like you going to Burger King and being pissed off that you can't get off the toilet the two hours after you eat it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now
0: welcome back to the Thrill take this is episode 205 i'll be your host kyle corn and i'm here with my co-host nate reyes we are, nate,
1: we are back we are back early in the week again it's cool it's cool you can get your friday eve on with us i know it's not friday but it's friday eve you guys are gonna slack at work tomorrow anyway so what does it matter truth
0: <laughs> <laughs> might not even go to work smart so, let's just come right out and say it. There was another no-hitter tonight. There was. I'm so I'm so <laughs> done with it, man. I'm so done with it.
1: Uh, it's just the fact that it's happening it's happening so back to back. The fact that we've had 6 before June is kind of insane. Let
0: that just let that sit for a second. Six, 6 no-hitters. No-hitters and it's not even June. What are we Why is this happening? I don't know. No, no, man. I mean, talk about it. This your, this is your guy. You, you I mean, caught the whole I, game.
1: Uh, yeah, caught the whole game. Here um, I was thinking
0: we were gonna be talking about Spencer, but no, let's talk about Corey first.
1: Yeah, it. uh I kind of told you this. I know it doesn't make me sound, it makes me sound like a loser, but I, I told you this a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I dude, I think Kluber's like getting closer back to his thing. He did a couple of starts ago. He's in Baltimore and. Slider is moving, sinker is moving again, and I was like, "I, I think we could see, you know, something good from Kluber again." So, kind of saw a little shade of that tonight, and honestly, I, I don't know if it's just because it's the Rangers slash Mariners slash Indians, but I mean, it. I'll take it. it. Is what it is. It's been a minute since the Yankees last one, anyway. So, I'm happy about it.
0: At this point, I truly. Do not care about what team it's against. I, I really don't. I know certain people are making a big
1: deal. It is of, a wild like, coincidence.
0: It is. It is. But to me, it's not even about that. It's it's just the frequency. Like, I don't care who it is. Six no-hitters, and it's not even June.
1: Here's what I will say, and we'll get into Turnbull in a minute, and, I mean, you can kind of just pull him into this conversation. Both of them were, were pitching, and when I thought about it, I was like, all of these were pitching. Not throwing, like we're so used to seeing right now. This was pitching. And I know everyone's kind of tired of it, but if you look at the names that have done it so far, every one of them is like a comeback story. Every one of them is like a second-chance story where they dealt with some type of injury. Some t- I mean, Turnbull, I think they said, led the league in losses in 19. Yep, 17 losses. Wade Miley kind of a journeyman on his fifth or sixth different team, Rodon, we already know that story, Joe Musgrove kind of, just kind of left under the radar. Like these are guys that had to actually figure out how to pitch. And I know Rodon's still got he's still got gas. He's still got 98 when he wants it. But for the most part, everyone else is, they're not lighting up the radar gun. They don't have this dominant pitch that you would, you know, put on your creative player mode. Each one of them has learned how to pitch. They've overcome adversity. I think that is my my opinion. My favorite part of all of this is each one of them is. It's not the Scherzers of the world. It's not the Degroms. These are guys that have had to figure it out. Needed a second or third chance. And I think that's kind of cool. I think that's. I think baseball is one of the only sports you can say that about. Because I'm. I've. I got the TV on with the Lakers and the and the Warriors right now. And The whole day, it's not Lakers and Warriors. It's Curry versus LeBron. You talk about football. It's always been Brady versus Manning. You know what I'm talking about? Like, and obviously you have, you can't succeed without the teammates. But when do we ever have those kinds of stories in other sports? where We have these guys just go through and get knocked down over and over with injuries and with going down to the minor leagues, getting sent down, dealing with getting traded, getting DFA'd. All this stuff, like this is this is one of the only sports that you will hear these names that you get an opportunity, like it's your chance. I think that's dope. Look at you,
0: look at you finding finding the bright side of this whole thing. I'm just, I
1: am getting tired of it too. <laughs> it just,
0: no, but I, I mean, I I couldn't even muster up the the optimism to to find the good that you did because I'm it's. I mean, I I tweeted after uh, Turnbull's no hitter the other night and I said, move the mound back to the parking lot at this point. Like, I I really don't care. It's, I mean, this is, it's just not fun anymore. And the no hitter, for if there's any question, the no hitter has lost its appeal.
1: It it absolutely has. has. This is, it's starting to become like the cycle. We have those people where you hear about, you're like, cool, like he's just four for four. I would take three, but I would go four, four, three bombs over a cycle any day of the week. You know, like I would take. I'm sure one of these guys would be like, I'll take 22 strikeouts over a no hitter. You know, I'm but I think you're. Point. It's it's la. It's lost its luster, and it's it's a little bit of a. All of them are kind of anticlimactic too, where it's not really like this giant amazing play. You know, I always think about like the uh, oh, what was it, Dwayne Wise for Mark Burley's perfect game. Where he like robbed that home run in center field? I think it was Dwayne Wise. Could be totally wrong on this. Like ninety percent. Your guess is as
0: good as mine. I honestly can't remember.
1: Uh, robbing that for for Mark Burley's no or uh, perfect game or no hit or whatever it was in center field, like one of those types of plays. There there hasn't been really for any of these hasn't been some spectacular play that you think about. Um, the other the other thing I was thinking is they're all being done. By for the most part, small no name backup catchers. Look a lot you, of these just, names you've never heard of. Just finding all the gold here. It's wild. Not too many people have heard of Kyle Higashioka. But the guy has is, is spent like he spent like nine years in the minor leagues. Finally got his chance. Carantini with the with the Padres. It's kind of a add in piece with Yu Darvish in the Cubs trade. Kind of an afterthought. You know what I mean? Uh, the, uh, the dude who caught for Turnbulls. It's only like his like 15th game catching or something at the Major League level. Like This is just, it's weird. We're not seeing it by dominant big household names. And I think my favorite part is that we're seeing old school pitching. Kluber has nothing that's going to absolutely blow you away. But he spotted up, and even the walk that he that he gave up tonight... The only the only thing that kept him from a perfect game, that walk was borderline like there were worse pitches called strikes tonight. That could have been called a strike. Pitching, that's the beauty of it, bro. Pitching, it's not just throwing. So it's refreshing to see. Well, I just want to go on record as
0: saying that I was awake for Spencer Turnbull's no-hitter. <laughs> and I was thinking about every single one of you because I just knew I was going to hear it and I did people reached out they said oh you didn't put up the Better graphic up. You, put up, you didn't put up the graphic I said first of all I'm not getting out of bed because I was following <laughs> on the MLB app I was like I'm not getting out of bed to go make a graphic and I'm not going to post it at one thirty in the morning because it's not going to do anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and uh, Corey Kluber got lucky he's getting a take graphic And because he did it at a convenient time, if these guys want graphics, they need to be doing it on the East coast (laughs) or the Midwest.
1: I'll be honest. So last night I, for the, uh, for the Turnbull one, I was, I was just running errands. Like it was the end of my day. I went to the gym and then I had to go to the pharmacy. I picked up food for my girlfriend and I, and then like I get back to her apartment, we're eating and I see an update and it was like through eight. I was like, all right, cool. Let's throw on MLB network. Let's let our boy Greg take us home.
0: I have, I will say, I have blackouts to thank because somebody tweeted about it complaining that they weren't able to catch the game. And I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, there's no hitter going on there? Because I hadn't gotten an update at that point. Because I guess was it was like too early. Yeah. And so I I flipped over to the app and I was like, well, I guess I got to see this thing through.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't tell. I think it was, it's a double excited me I have Kluber on my fantasy team so that was that was big time um but uh for me there hasn't been a Yankees one and since like 98 or 99 it's been a hot minute um pretty sure it was David Cohn's perfect game but um I don't know I mean maybe maybe it's just different when your team comes around I'm sure everyone's gonna get a chance to see their team throw a no hitter at some point this year we're on pace for it so no, maybe it'd be different for you. Like, imagine. I think in my mind, like the guy that's gonna do it for the Red Sox is probably like Iovaldi.
0: Is this a hot take right here, right now, to say that I don't? You could tell me that Eovaldi would throw a no hitter in his next start, and it doesn't do anything for me. I, I, I really, it's not. Maybe I'm just at a at a point right here in this moment where I just don't care about no hitters, just because it just it literally just happened. But uh, uh I mean, unless the whole staff comes out and throws five straight no hitters, I don't know if it would really do it for me.
1: I think baseball's gonna look really different next
0: year. Go back to juicing baseballs. I mean, what what is the alternative like where do we go from
1: here? Just make it a flat ground. Get rid of the mounds. Is that
0: really the move? Just lower the mound completely? That
1: was the answer last time and it worked.
0: Is that is that where this game where our game has has brought us to? Six no hitters and it's not even June.
1: I don't know. Who faces the Rangers next. Because uh, that could be interesting.
0: Probably the next team that's going to throw a no-hitter. That's
1: what I'm saying. Whoever's got the mayor Oh, that would be dope. I'll be <laughs> Battle in, I'll, of the scrubs. I'll be in San Diego. Maybe I'll see a no-hitter against the Mariners because, you know, that's how it goes.
0: They got the Astros next, and then they got the Angels.
1: I don't need anyone on the Astros throwing
0: it. And then they got the Mariners after that. May 27th, 28th, 29th, thirty. The
1: Mariners and Astros. Dual no-hitters. Bro, what? Yeah, I was about to say. Going what if, into the 10th. <laughs> going like,
0: the 20th. Unbelievable. Anyway, I mean, there's not really much to go into depth regarding Kluber, or Turnbulls, no-hitters. I mean, it is what it is. I'm excited for both of them, but, I mean, it just doesn't. I hate to be Debbie Downer. It just doesn't excite me. Like, I, even talking about it, I'm just like, okay,
1: yeah. That's why I try to come out with those fire points. Yeah, props to All you. solid points. Gotta give me credit on that.
0: Props to you for finding the gold. Uh, Nate, let's uh, switch gears here. Yeah, want to talk some some White Sox drama? If you don't want to, we can move <sighs> on. Honestly, we can just we can skate right past it. No,
1: can't. Whole can't? baseball world is. Oh, believe me, dual sided on this, and I'm- there are supporters of Tony Larusa. There are supporters out there. You see that little uh, that little Twitter battle between Jared Carabas and Smash Mouth. Yeah,
0: <laughs> is this where we're at as a society? So now? So
1: random, so random. Here is
0: Nate. Here is what we need to do. I was thinking about it a lot today when I was pulling my notes together. I was like, how how are we gonna approach this? Because this is obviously going to be the meatiest part of the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In an effort to. Kind of turn away, transition away from all of just the fake outrage that's going on right now across mm-hmm. baseball about this whole situation. Yeah. I think it would be ideal for us to just lay out the facts, lay out the quotes, lay out the things that have happened, taken place. Okay. And then, and then we can respond. we share. Is that, okay. is that fair?
1: You do. You spread the news here. All
0: right. So, Monday, as everybody knows, your man Mercedes takes a daddy hack. Top of the ninth, two outs. The score is fifteen to four. It's a three-zero count. Missed the sign, which not—that's not getting talked about enough, honestly. It's not—it's not terribly important, but it's something that is if just conveniently being
1: left out. If there was a sign, I believe there was a sign given. I'd like to see the film.
0: I'm just seeing it's being mentioned in all these reports anyway. Asadio's on the mound, lays in. What was it like—a forty-seven mile an hour effus? Something slow. Daddy hack our guy Tony LaRussa comes out my American League manager of the year pick which by the way might not even make it to the end of the throw season
1: throw it out the window
0: might not even make it to to June comes out and says he made a mistake there will be a consequence that he has to endure here within our quote family not sure what family he's referring to Tuesday next day comes out and says or no rather Tyler Duffy comes out throws behind Mercedes we all saw the clip and LaRussa says I wasn't that suspicious I'm suspicious when somebody throws at someone's head. I didn't have a problem with how the Twins handled that. And then he says, If you're going to tell me that sportsmanship and the respect for the game of baseball and respect for your opponent is not an important priority, I can't disagree with you more. You think you need more runs to win, you keep pushing. If you think you have enough, respect the game and opposition. Sportsmanship. Lance Lynn comes out on Tuesday and says, The more I play this game, the more those unwritten rules have gone away. La Russa comes out and says, Lance has a locker, I have an office. I don't agree. I would be willing to bet that there wasn't anyone in that clubhouse that was upset that I mentioned that's not the way we compete. If someone felt that way, then it's my job to correct it. You don't swing 3-0 when you're up by that big a lead. We all done?
1: That's all, that's the meat. Here's where we'll start. Twins, you can't get salty. You're not allowed to get salty. You can't be losing that bad and throw a position player out there. Because... If that position player strikes someone out, they're giggling and laughing all over the field. Equally as, in, as equally as disrespectful in my mind. Unless they're boys. Unless whoever's on the bump and whoever's in the box are boys, like the Anthony Rizzo and Freddie Freeman situation, that's okay. If they're not boys, they're giggling, they're laughing, that's just as disrespectful. Here's the other thing. Don't put them out there in the first place. If you still want to be respected... Respect yourself and use one of your normal arms. If you want the respect, use your arm. If you don't want to fall behind 3-0, use your arms. If you don't want to give up a taco dead center, use one of your arms. It's plain and simple. As far as the sign goes, I don't know. I'd love to see the actual tape of like somewhere the third base coach or Tony is sitting in the dugout giving a take sign. I really don't think... Even in high school, I really don't think any player in that scenario is looking at any coach. So I don't know if he looked at it and ignored it. I don't know if the sign was given and maybe he just never even saw it. It's not like he pimped it. He hit it and did a normal, like a pretty, a pretty like mundane celebration. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't even anything huge. If you, It's just, it's that simple. If you don't want it to happen, don't let it happen. Now, as far as the quotes go, Tony, bro, the, the, the quote about your mean was uh, one thing. He went against my wishes. There, there will be consequences. That's one thing. You want to keep it in-house? Cool. If you have your own wishes, cool. If the rest of the baseball world doesn't agree with what you called, that's not the rest of the baseball world's problem. It's your problem as a coach, as a manager. It's your call. It's your clubhouse, whatever. That's not where the issue is my issues with lance lynn when you drop a card like i have an office he has a locker what the guys in those
0: lockers are what keeps you employed and 100 that, that i don't know
1: why that connection was made why are you now you're creating some type of like hierarchy i don't get and it's not like it was a young kid lance lynn has been around a minute he understands this game He's played against or he's played under a lot of different managers. He's not an idiot. That's where my problem was. That's where I was like, "Oh my, watch out!" Cause that office you're talking about, I don't know. Someone hit a dead fish in one of the drawers and just doing something to prank you. Took out the screws in your chair.
0: Honestly, with that line about the office, he he really just set himself up for just an infinite amount of shirts to be made once he inevitably gets fired. Where it's just going to say, I have an office, and that's going to be
1: crossed out and says, I had an office. What did we talk about when when we announced this hire? What did we talk about? We we may have
0: disagreed because I had him as American League Manager of the Year. But but.
1: initially, when we talked about this hire, we said, okay, obviously Tony knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. He's been around the game a long time. But is there going to be a disconnect? He's old school, and this is a new up-and-coming, play-loud kind of team. Is there going to be a disconnect? Everything was fine until this
0: here's the thing i think I think both sides are at fault here, honestly. The more that I saw how the aftermath played out on social media, childish first of all, the whole like comment buddy buddy commenting on yeah. each other's posts yeah, like, yeah what clean like, it t a up. how t. A. old are we
1: commenting on your means yeah yeah how old are we honestly
0: yeah. like they're t a is a talented dude yeah. w- what are we doing there?
1: hundred percent agree that's
0: that's childish. Mm-hmm. we're talking about keeping it in house yeah
1: and that's granted. how you know the disconnect is there that's how you know he's lost the clubhouse already
0: yeah but like what point are we trying to make though what do you have to gain from doing that and they're but like i said they're both at fault la Russa should have kept it the fact that he went out and threw his guy under the bus like that not cool not cool. do that and we the the whole thing about la Russa coming into this year was how he's a pro's pro and he knows what he's doing and everything mm-hmm. he had, This move right here makes you think he's a rookie manager. What are we doing? Right. I mean, that was, I don't know how that, maybe he was just having a rough day. He's had a few of those, but I don't know why that even came out of his mouth, first of all.
1: He's been in the league for like six decades.
0: And like, I understand there's probably a desire to kind of like reassert yourself because I'm sure he probably feels like threatened. He feels insecure that people are kind of forgetting about that greatness that he had. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's like this isn't the way to do it. This isn't the way to do it, Tony. Everybody knows that. You know that.
1: Yeah, and as far as the quote goes about him uh, being okay with how the twins handled it, I think it was more directed at the at the fact that it was he was being thrown at like around his legs. They weren't going for headshots.
0: No, and I and I get and I that. But you don't what, say that.
1: Yeah, I think that's what he was trying to angle towards. Obviously, it came out wrong because. I I look at any other manager in the league after that happens and the manager is going to get fired up and get in the umpire's face. And this has nothing to do with the umpire. That's just the way it goes. If warnings are thrown out, any other manager is coming out and lighting up that umpire. I just, I have a problem with what he was saying and how he was saying everything. It doesn't add up for me. I don't like it. And you're also talking about a dude who was a diamond in the rough who's come out and he's hitting like 350, doing his thing, plugging holes for you in this lineup. Don't publicly kill his vibe. That's all I'm asking for. It's okay. And if you've been in this game long enough, you should have a better handle with with addressing the public and the media. You should understand that a little bit better. And it's okay to be vague in these scenarios. It's okay to say we're handling it in-house. That's it. Leave it there. What do you think of what the Twins did? whatever we're handling this in-house that's all i got to say about it yeah how like hard you, is that like
0: you can agree with what they did because you're an old school guy just don't everybody, come out and say it everybody knows that nobody should be surprised that he would agree with something like that but don't like just don't say it yeah everybody knows you're thinking it but the fact that you said it that's just not a good look
1: let me ask you this if this 57 mile an hour fastball fastball drops in I in the it was strike
0: like
1: Drops into the strike zone and becomes three one. Are we still talking about this? If it's the same result,
0: if he goes Yahtzee three one,
1: yeah, no, probably not.
0: Probably not. Here, here's the other thing too about that unwritten rule. It's like what, ah, Nate? I, uh, I, I'll admit, I'm a little, I'm a little torn on this whole thing. I'm trying to be objective here, I'm trying to see both sides. Personally, I think you and I actually both probably were taught growing up. I mean. If you're up by what eleven runs, maybe cool it. Granted, granted, I think that approach applies more so on the bases. Like if exactly. you're the plate, exactly. you can only, you you can only control so much. Exactly. If you're on the if you're on the base pass, the third not, base coach should ex- not be just
1: exactly. You're not I stretching mean, doubles into triples. You're not scoring on pass balls like all of that stuff. Yes, hundred percent agree with you.
0: But the other thing too is like what for those. For those that are upset, what's the alternative? Like what it what is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to like ground out? I I don't I don't know. Especially for a guy like this. I know it's gotten brought up multiple times. Like you said, Diamond in the Rough, he's had a journey to get to where he is. I mean, he mm-hmm. was played indie ball. I think he was a rule five guy. I mean, he's he's played a long time in the minors. He's had he's had a journey to get here. So he's playing he's playing for the money that he's going to put in his pocket and for the right. food he's going to put on a table. So I get that. I'm just not I don't know. I'm I've gone back and forth on this so much today watching highlights, reading quotes. Yeah. I I'm not thrilled about the whole like I'm going to just absolutely wind up and uh, and just unleash torque on this ball.
1: I don't think not, he really I don't see that he did that though. He absolutely did. If you I go back
0: and watch the video. I
1: don't see it. Nate,
0: please, go back and watch the
1: video. It's because it's coming at 50 miles an hour. He's doing everything to slow his swing down and his load down. That's the only thing he's doing. I don't think it was this big gangster hack where the bat is just being absolutely launched afterwards. He's not falling out of his shoes. It's just a slow load because the ball's coming in at 50. But take that swing for any other swing he has. It's the same. I don't think he was coming out of his shoes any more than any other swing he's ever had this season. Here's, the, here's where I look at it. You can't take this opportunity for granted, especially if you're a name like this. You don't know if this is your last opportunity. You don't know. You bet your ass I'm going to hit this baseball. I don't agree with ignoring signs from coaches or managers, but if you didn't see the sign, which I wouldn't be surprised because why would I look at a coach... 11 run ball game, do you get your money? Because that's what all these players are, are just numbers. In an organizations on re-signing free agents, trading your assets, your pawns. That's how you're looked at. Unless you're in the upper echelon of big names, where the back of your jersey sells more than anyone else, you are considered a pawn. Your mean is a pawn. At this level in his career, he will be looked at and judged out because of his numbers. Do you, bro? Get your numbers. It's the twins' fault for getting their ass kicked. Twins' fault for not using an arm.
0: There's another place I disagree. Give me a mercy
1: rule, please.
0: No. Just just give me, grown, a, give me a forfeit. They're grown men. There, there should never be a, a mercy rule. Then
1: walk off, off the, the field and say we're done. Because if you're going to do this and get upset with the results, it's like you going to Burger King and being pissed off that you can't stop you can't get off the toilet the two hours after you eat it. Bro, play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. You put Asadio on the bump, you're going to get dumb prizes. Sorry, Burger King. Just not the move. <laughs> not the move.
0: I just, I feel like, because I have so many thoughts on this, I, I truly feel like I'm just all over the place mentally right now, so I feel like I need to to further explain myself here. I'm not against... The home run result. I just want to make that clear.
1: You're against the effort put in the swing.
0: It's not even that, because that, at that point you're just kind of nitpicking. It's mm-hmm. talking big picture here. I am, I am a fan of. Uh, I don't want to say I'm a fan of because then people say I'm an old man yelling at the clouds. I understand where Larusa is coming from. Sure, he he has yeah. an appreciation for sportsmanship. Yeah, and honestly, something else I was thinking about the whole. The the Let the Kids Play movement, it's great. We've we've applauded it for a solid amount of this podcast since mm-hmm. we've been doing this. But there's there's a conversation that needs to be had in terms of where do we draw the line. Because if you recall, you remember last year there was a game where Gratterall Basically just stripped down to his jock strap on the field and people right. were applauding him saying, "Oh, he's showing emotion. Let the kids play." That the was dude was basically in his jockstrap. Where do we draw yeah. the line? Yeah. And th- this whole like uh, the the honestly, I think the thing that really got me was just the the cutesy back and forth on social media. Yeah, I got you, bro. I'm all for teammates having each other's backs, especially when they
1: Don't do it on Instagram. When, the, when and there's a
0: situation like they're no better for doing that than Larusa was for separating himself Correct. from the clubhouse. I don't care Correct. what anybody says. That was childish. What yep. Larusa did was wrong. They just because one's wrong doesn't mean the other's right.
1: Right. Correct.
0: And in terms of Larusa possibly losing the clubhouse, I think there's a good chance that that's already happened. Although yeah. I will say, because again, I've seen a whole bunch of fake outrage people. Honestly, the the thing that pisses me off most about this whole situation is when something like this comes up, everybody just wants to have the wittiest tweet about it. They just want to have they just want to have the wittiest point made. They mm-hmm. want to get their two cents out there. They don't really care as much as they they pretend to be about the yeah. or as much as they pretend to do about the the unwritten rules or anything. They yeah. they really don't care about it that much. But when something like this happens, they don't want to be associated with those things. They don't want to be associated with a Tony Larusa, in spite of the fact that the dude's a legend in this game, and people are just writing them off because of a, a bad stretch here with, with the White Sox, who, by the way, are in first place. Let's not forget about right. that. playing good baseball. One of the best teams in the American League, if not the best right now. But it's, like, trendy because we don't want to associate with that. We don't want to seem like we're not all for this let the kids play thing, which again a conversation needs to be had it's like that all of that stuff can happen the bat flips the emotion but where do we draw the line we can't have mm-hmm. guys stripping down to their jock strap we can't have this this petty comment section party i stop
1: yeah I, I i'm just trying to figure out what the scenario would be if the twins felt better about it do you i mean ball four and we, and we just made this game another 10 minutes longer, and we're just drawing it out. What do you what if saying? It's, if it's ball four, you got to have another guy up. What if you can't throw strikes to him? Another guy up. Like, I'd rather you just swing, green light everything, to get this game over with. If it's a home run, it's a home run. If it's a one hop to the shortstop, that's what it is. Just get it over with. Get this game over with. Swing. That's where I'm at. I will say... Joel Sherman dropped an absolute nuke on MLB tonight, and he said Tony Larusa remembers all these unwritten rules, but he can't seem to remember the regular rules when it comes to extra innings. I was like, oh, ooh,
0: yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's not a good look. If <laughs> yeah. you remember CLR. the
1: unwritten rules, but you can't remember the no. I mean, I'm still pro Tony Larusa.
0: Uh, yeah, that's the biggest takeaway here. Is I'm not gonna turn
1: on a guy just because... no shot, no shot. This was a mistake, but I'm not. I mean, it. You I mean, keep how many times do people?
0: How many times do people make? And I know it just, this whole spiel sounds like I'm just coming to the fence, of La Russa. I I literally said both sides can be at fault here, which I mm-hmm. truly believe that. But how many people make a mistake and rather than own up to it, whether it's insecurity sets in or. Uh, some feeling of nervousness or whatever the reason may be. Instead of owning up to it, they doubled down, which I think that's what La is doing here. He's going, Oh crap. Right. I've kind of been cornered. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. hold my ground here.
1: Yeah. He's demanding respect. I don't know. That's, it's just not the popular route nowadays.
0: Well, here's a question on that note. How much respect was being given to Tony La Russa by this whole young bunch right
1: out of the gate? How much of this? Right, that's behind the scenes stuff we don't know. How much of this
0: led Tony Larusa to this point where he's going? Yeah. You know what? People haven't seen what's been going on since spring training. Yeah, they haven't shown me an ounce of respect since yeah. I got here because I was labeled as this washed up clown, yeah. even though I've got rings. These fools don't. Yeah, uh, I mean that—that's something that we're not really talking about. And sure, Larusa—he's an old guy. Mm-hmm. and he he has an old approach old school approach to the game that's not necessarily a bad thing, but yeah. if these guys are just gonna flip on them, I mean they're flipping on each other. But if there was just never any reception, any mutual reception between the two it was it was destined to fail,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree, and as far as the respect goes, it's generational it's outside of our sport. it's a lot of people our age, a lot of people in our generation just. I don't know. I mean, specifically with baseball, a lot of these dudes didn't grow up watching baseball. As much as they say they did, ever since I started coaching about 10 years ago, kids didn't really have favorite players. I don't know. I don't really watch baseball. That definitely means you have no idea of anything in baseball history. How can you have respect about something you don't know? It sucks, but that's probably the reality behind it. Like I said, I'm still pro Tony Larusa. I'm hoping that maybe in a month or so this blows over and it's just a joking matter and they're 15 games over 500 and they're doing their thing. But that's that's the only direction I can see it going if it's not absolute turmoil. I'm going to hold out hope that this
0: gets turned around. I know that, like I said, I know the popular thing, the trendy thing right now is to just say, oh, think- it's a dumpster fire, blow the whole thing nah. up, get get LaRusse out of there. No, I'm
1: Both sides have to come closer to the middle here.
0: Yeah. Let's be adults. Let's treat this as an adult matter and stop, again, stop trying to get your wittiest tweet out on Twitter. like this. I'd like to have a conversation
1: with TA. Stay off of social media when it comes to team stuff. Simple as that. If I'm Tony, a joke has to come out at some point. You got to joke about this at some point. I don't know when, but you got to joke about it. And it makes it easier if you keep winning. Keep winning, none of this stuff matters anymore. As far as the twins go, be better. Good God, I, you honestly, guys are I, trash.
0: I couldn't care less about the twins in this scenario. Absolute this is, garbage. This is just a, is a, a miserable
1: organization. Get it figured out.
0: Here's what I would do. Here's here's what needs to happen. Kind of continuing your your theme. If you're Larusa, you need to call a meeting, which I'm sure this has already happened. But you need to if, if a major meeting has not occurred, it needs to happen asap. And you need to bring the guy. <clears throat> you need to bring the guys in there and say, look. I get it. I'm an old guy. Mm -hmm. I'm an old school guy. You guys probably don't like that. You guys maybe not even might not even like me. But I'm here. I was hired to be your manager. Yeah. You don't need to like me. Yeah. But you need to respect me. Yep. And if you're TA, again, not an anti TA guy here. I like TA. Don't don't like what he did on social media. Again, if he continues
1: not, this this road, he's getting borderline Strowman with, yeah, social media stuff. Cool out, bro.
0: Again, not the biggest issue here at hand, obviously. But if you're TA, being one of the leaders in that clubhouse, you need to accept the apology, not be petty on social media.
1: Mm-hmm. Stay to, out of it
0: and turn this into turn this into a hey, old man, we got you. Let's ride. Hundred percent. And just keep winning baseball games. That can happen. Yep. Adults can be adults. People don't want to think they don't want to act like it can because again, it doesn't provide good content for Twitter, which is pathetic. Yeah. But as a professional organization with adults, Mm -hmm. it can happen. And I hope for that organization and that city that it does because there's a lot of talent there.
1: There's nothing in their way except themselves
0: both in there's talent there in the quote unquote office and the quote unquote locker. Yeah. But Between all of that, there's a lot of talent. And like you said, there's nothing standing in the way, but themselves.
1: I, yeah. Oh, I, there's just there was easier ways to say these things, Tony. It's very easy to say, look, I'm an old school guy. These are the rules that I've grown up watching, playing with, coaching with. I'd like to stick to those instead of basically just telling Lance Lane to shut up because he's not on your level.
0: Yikes. It's your own guy. Yeah, biggest takeaways here, Larusa, be better. Act like you've been there before because you have for a long time. Don't throw your guys under the bus and don't prioritize your preferences over your players. It's pretty common knowledge. Yep. Keep it behind closed doors and players respect the manager. You don't have to like him. Just respect him and keep the business off social media. That's it.
1: I'm blaming whoever, whatever the role is, because there are roles in organizations that give, like, public slash social media slash media in general classes, lessons, teachings. Workshops. I blame that department right now because everyone failed. Everyone in this situation for the you White You think Sox there's failed.
0: somebody in that, or you think there's a little no-name intern that's going to come in there and tell TA
1: not to post on Instagram. Good luck. No, bro. And it's, I mean, it's too late, obviously, but uh, this is stuff you learn in, in the minor league system. This is stuff you learn growing up. And it's, it's this, it's the story that, you know, the typical fan doesn't pay attention to. It's that guy's raking in double A. Why isn't he a big leaguer? Cause he's not ready to be a big leaguer. He's still a kid. He doesn't know how to act like an adult. He can't do his own laundry. It makes you think he's ready to be a big leaguer. Doesn't know how to talk to the media. That is something that they are taught in the minor league system. That is separate from let the kids play. This is a respect thing. This is a team over myself kind of thing. Nothing to do with bat flips. Nothing to do with Pimp City on home runs.
0: Pimp City.
1: This is about having respect for your team and your organization and knowing the right things to say.
0: Man, we have just ran this topic into the ground. I
1: never need to talk about this again.
0: Yeah, let this be it, please. It won't because society doesn't... I know. We're going to ride this for another week. We're going to milk this out for all it's worth. Give me all the likes and retweets, baby. I need it. I need it to build my personal brand. I need turmoil.
1: Yeah, and of course Bauer had to chime in. <laughs> of course. Of course, Trevor. Shut up. Go here's figure a, out how to win ball games in Dodger Blue. Leave the White Sox out of this.
0: Here's the biggest takeaway. Last thing I'll say, I promise. Nobody actually. Takeaways. Nobody actually cares as much as they're pretending to care right now. True. They win just wanna, ball games. They just want to jump in on the conversation, which is fine. Whatever. Do do you? Hey, just win see, ball game. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk. Lester and Schwarber making a return to Wrigley. Kind of under the radar this week because a little bit. All this because a no hitter every day. Yeah, it was like a no hitter every hour. And then Tony LaRusso was just staying at the top of my trending list. Anyway, a nice moment, man. Really Big nice time. moment. Those that those are their guys. Yeah, they love those guys. Big I was, time. I was I was glad to see Lester. You could tell he it kind of got to him a little bit. Lester's a he's a bulldog, mm-hmm. but having watched him f- for so long, I could kind of tell he was it was getting to him, which was always cool. Granted, he didn't have the greatest greatest day on the yeah. bump, but I mean, honestly, I kind of expected that. It, I feel like situations like this they rarely it's tough to go focus well. on. Yeah, yeah, it really it's is
1: tough to focus. Can you can you safely say that the Cubs were more of a home for Lester than than the Red Sox? As far as
0: yeah, I mean, Lester definitely had his moments in Boston, but
1: I think he just like became like a like a man in in Chicago. You know what I mean? Like a well, true was, professional.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah pros pro for sure I think there was also some issues just with the end of his his time in Boston just with the is he coming back? is he not there's mm-hmm. just some some issues there, but I would agree, I think Chicago really adopted him as like their son and was like mm-hmm. this is our guy like
1: well, let's, let's i just i love the stuff that he did i think it was like at the beginning of the pandemic or at some point last year where it was he was buying bud lights for yeah. like basically anyone in in chicago that went to a couple bars i think i don't know man it's just that's cool stuff i love that his boys are still on the squad like rizzo i love that um chris bryant left candy in the outfield for schwarber like it's just it's little stuff like that that you're like we're still brothers we're still boys we brought a trophy back to this city together that'll never go away i love it that's just class it's class all the way around guys that deserves recognition they got it and they got to play with them a little bit like when Lester rolled over to the first base <laughs> and rizzo didn't even move did you see that highlight it was the most nonchalant like i don't care he did not move his feet just snagged it and flipped it to the pitcher covering <laughs> and lester's like really bro yeah um just fun stuff like that man and I think it it it's two teams that are kind of struggling and not playing the way they should be playing right now that hopefully brought a little bit of I don't know light to the situation that they're not playing well.
0: The Cubs are one of those teams where I just wish they were good every year, especially with that group. Of I wish guys they would they just commit
1: to that. I wish they would commit to that. they don't. their organization does not commit.
0: I you know people love to hate on the Cubs and kick 'em while
1: they're down. but I think they just take advantage th- of their fan base, yeah. I I mean, fan base is super loyal. They're not going anywhere. It's good for baseball when the Cubs are doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, it's going to be a minute because Chris Bryant is getting shipped somewhere.
0: Yeah. Where did this come from? Hot. Hot. Daddy,
1: he's rolling. Tearing it up. Send him somewhere. Trade him for pull holes. What?
0: (laughs) Shut your mouth. Speaking of a former angel, let's talk about a current angel, Mike Trout. Hitting
1: the shelf for six to eight weeks, probably eight weeks. No one would ever know. He's the one going to shut up about Otani. No one would ever know that Trout went down.
0: Yeah, I've said before, I'm not an anti-Otani guy. I, I think what he's doing is amazing. I think some of the coverage is yeah. a little over the top. It's too much. And it's not about the whole, like, oh, they need to market their place better. They're doing a great job of marketing Otani. Yeah. I think they're doing it a little excessively. And anybody yeah. that would disagree you need to look at it. With that said though, if it continues, unfortunately, some of that some of that hate for the media and the way they're covering him might actually transfer to Otani and it's not even his fault. I'm just going to get so yeah. tired of seeing it all the time. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm yep, like yep. get off my screen. Like the best player in baseball there are people right now which I don't know I don't know what what has gotten into people. There is a question there's kind of it's just like a general question if you could start a team with Otani or Trout, who you taking of saying, "Oh, Otani, Otani, Otani."
1: Stop. What? Stop. Have you guys been Shut watching
0: baseball? Have you guys Shut been watching mouth. baseball?
1: Um, I think I think it is a little on purpose. I think the Angels are feeding this, and here's why. Um, I, I know we're kind of going off on a tangent here, but you look at the rest of that roster, and you look at Mike Trout, you look at Anthony Rendon, David Fletcher, guys that like let me just show up and do my job, get out of my face, let me just do my thing. Justin Upton let me just do my thing like I just want to do my job I don't want to get bugged I just want to do well Otani is like yeah okay I'll be the superstar I'll take all the spotlight you guys play your baseball I will do my thing and I'll light it up and I'll answer all the questions and I I, it sucks that Trout went down because I I'm not surprised Trout was on his on his route of having his best year because of the fact that it's all the lights are on Otani and Trout just gets to do his thing. Shut up and play baseball. It sucks that he's hurt. But at the same time, look, guys, no one cares. No one cares about the regular season. We we overreact in the moment. But once it comes to August or September or October, no one cares about the regular season. No one cares. Stanton barely played last year. And every Yankees fan was super hyped in the, in the postseason for what he was doing. It's just the regular season doesn't matter. So... Cool, Trout, chill, bro. Kick the feet up, cause Otani is still gonna keep all the spotlight on the Angels. They could potentially play decent baseball, stay in the hunt. You can come back, be the best player in the world, the best player in the world, the best. Mike Trout is the best. When it when it's all said and
0: done, we might be the last. We might be the the last last one on that
1: train. Yeah, I don't know. I I get it. Look, I get it. This is cool stuff. It's different stuff. I think the only reason this is happening is because he started playing baseball overseas. That's the only reason because our structure and the way we do things in, in the U S we don't allow baseball players to do this. You got to choose. You're going to pitch. You're going to hit. And then we're going to groom you that way for the rest of your career. Otani. I think what's exciting and what I look forward to seeing is the ripple effect of what it's going to do to organizations now in the U S let these guys try both. Let these guys continue to work on both because you do have you do have pitchers in there that can hit that if they hit five or six times a week in BP, I think there are other people that could be two-way players. So I think it's cool seeing him do new things, things we've never seen before. I'm more excited of let's start this trend in high school. Let the kids do both. Let the college let the kids go to college and do both. Let them get drafted as both and let him come up through the ranks doing both. Give him a true shot of doing both. And if one of them drops off, cool, man. You did it for a good run. Not saying we're going to have multiple Otanis down the road, but I do think the fact that he started overseas and they let it happen, I think it's going to change the game of baseball moving forward in a good way.
0: As expected, this was supposed to be a Trout
1: segment. And Sorry, Trouty. Look at
0: this. We're We're contributing to the problem here. We are. Trying to talk about Trout. Off on Otani, no, it's fine. I get I, it. Though.
1: I mean, are you on the same path though, or same page? It's yeah, like, no, yeah. No. The regular season is just. It'll be all right. He's gone for two months. He's not going to suck when he gets back. I can promise you that.
0: Mike tried out superpowers, though. He might be back sooner than we think. There's a good Hope chance that so. happens. But to your point earlier that you were saying how good he was playing at the time of the injury, he was leading. I guess still is leading all of Major League Baseball and on base OPS and OPS plus. He has an OPS plus of two hundred, by the way.
1: Uh, the average is one hundred. Correct. The MLB average is one hundred. His is two hundred. That's. I think he was on pace as like a a crazy war too. He was gonna have a crazy war on the season.
0: Yeah, hitting he had eight bombs, hitting three thirty three OPS of one point oh nine oh at OPS of two hundred. It's pretty good. I think you could tell the frustration with it. it kind of he he kind of let that show a little bit. Yeah, when he came up, came up running a little brisk there at the end. Yep, slammed his helmet down a couple of times. Did not look comfortable walking down the steps to go into the tunnel. Mm-mm. So, hope it all works out for him. Like I said, there's a good chance he's back sooner than people expect. So,
1: let's hope. You guys a freak.
0: Speaking of being a freak, dude, Kevin Pilar. This man is not of this world.
1: I love that he came back out. <laughs>
0: I mean. Looking like he got run over by a car, but he said he felt fine, which was the, uh, that was the amazing part. I think he even said he felt like as, as if it was, he said, I feel as close to normal as possible. There's no way. I mean, I believe him, but I'm just saying like from an outsider's perspective, that it's just, it just doesn't compute.
1: It's just dope, man. Cause that's scary. That's scary stuff. And there have been people that have like their careers have been ended for similar things. That ball's one inch over on the eye instead of the nose. We could have seen the last of Kevin Pillar as a baseball player. So it's just, it's a close call. It's a scary thing. I think it was a kind of a scary moment watching him just drip blood all over the baseball field. We're just not used to that kind of thing. We're not used to seeing that on baseball fields. I'm a big UFC guy. I'm used to blood being dripped all over the canvas. You see it in football sometimes. Dudes are bleeding from the nose. This was, yeah, this was just scary, scary. And he said he felt bad for his boy on the bump. That's He felt more bad about him than he did himself. Yeah,
0: he said, more worried about Webb than myself. That's a pro's pro
1: right there. Pro's pro, big time.
0: And the fact that he came out for the Zoom calls, the media availability. Came out for the
1: Zoom calls, and then the next day he came out for the lineup Uh, exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was a... That was a baller move.
1: I mean, I br- I brought
0: light to the media availability because with that, like, you're putting yourself front and center. At least if yeah. you, at least with a lineup card, you're kind of.
1: No one uh, really sees that. Yeah. I mean,
0: unless a photographer's getting an up close shot, nobody's really seen him. But media availability, you're like right there, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm
1: good. Let's do it." That's cool, man. That's cool. And I hope that like says something for Webb. You yeah, know? you could tell he was he was pretty he was sure beat that up. About it. He was beat up when he was walking off the mound. He was in a different a different zone hate to see that walking off and you could just like he was head down just zoned out sat on the bench couldn't leave the bench like that that's scary stuff then you you know they didn't do that you didn't want to do that
0: no no, no none no. of those
1: guys want to do that
0: no Kev, kevin pilar has to be one of the
1: the most likable guys in the league now it's got to be like you got to look at this guy and be like uh, how can i not root for you
0: yeah, it's tough though for Webb man like you said I mean he's he's an inch from ending that guy's career so 100%. the fact that you have to like process that has to yeah. play out in your mind in in real time right there just get stuff. him
1: back on the bump as soon as possible and let him get over this
0: hopefully Pilar gets back too I
1: don't know what his timetable is have we heard Dude, anything about that who knows just sleep with a bag of ice on your face for the next week
0: what was that thing in the sandlot that they put on his when they they put on small's face It was like a slab of meat.
1: Yeah. Love it. Just put a a steak.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What is cold? He needs to just put a, put a nice steak on his face. (laughs) Love it. Uh, my friend, that is about all I have here. Closing the book real quick. Wanted to make note of the Jeter doc that's coming out here soon,
1: or I guess next year, right? Yeah. Next year, same producers, directors is, uh, the last dance with the Jordan and the bulls stuff. I'm stoked. That's gonna be. Can't, I'm gonna can't love wait. that. I cannot gonna wait. To that.
0: I don't know, man. People are saying he's overrated. Do you think they should they should cancel, <laughs> cancel production?
1: I don't even care, bro. Uh, like this is one of those things where it's this is my favorite player of all time. I grew up wanting to be him. So I'm stoked.
0: It's gonna be called the captain. Says they're gonna pull the curtain back a little bit. I'm curious to see what they mean by that. I think. Because if it's anything like the last dance the way they pulled the curtain back yeah, people I'm hated be Jordan really excited
1: people hated Jordan after that
0: i I gained a lot of respect for Jordan after that I was I
1: was in the minority on that people hated him He was a jerk but I was like but you you guys didn't know that already like that's the way he was he wanted to win
0: no the thing that did it for me in that last dance the that documentary was that one scene and you probably know what I'm talking about the one where he he started getting emotional yeah and he's like if you didn't if you guys didn't want to play that way don't play that way. Yeah, that part for me summarized the whole that whole yeah. story. And I was like, I gained a lot of respect for you, my friend.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think um, peeling the curtain back, I my favorite things, like my favorite things, are the way um, celebrities or professional athletes treat others and treat the people that you know, I'm not talking about managers or teammates. I'm talking about like facility workers you're talking about the guys that you know are the security guard at the beginning of the tunnel when you're leaving your car and coming into the ballpark those kinds of guys the clubby that's going and running errands for you you know the the chef that's cooking up meal like those people and that's i think what i'm really looking forward to seeing is the way from what's been rumored the way derek treats those kinds of people i want that to be known i want that to be seen because that's big time. Like You can be you can be an amazing athlete, but I hope you're a, a good person. I'm excited. It's going to be good.
0: Looking forward to it. Also, lastly here, I'm a little excited for these Marlins. Uh,
1: oh, my God. They're new, so sick.
0: New City Connect Unis.
1: They are so sick. I'm Woof. here for it. I am here so for I, it. I kind of briefly read on it. It's a tribute to the Cuba Sugar Kings. Okay, so it was like a affiliate team that, like a Cuban indie league team that played. Correct? I have to read up more on it. To be honest with you, I, I don't think it was misspeak. something of that. Yeah, I can't remember exactly the way it was, but I know they're big, big
0: on their culture down there.
1: Big yeah, time. I love that. I God, love, I love that. that. Favorite part of the uni we talked about this before we hopped on is the the wide pinstripes, not the skinny short ones. It was the wide ones. The jersey only has like six on them. Ooh yeah, I love it. That's the big legacy time. Legacy red Miami. Our guy blue. Jazz just looks fire. Like, uh, it like it looks funny. like the uniform was made for him. Like that. Yeah, I know. He he belongs in that jersey. Hundred percent. Right? Let's go Marlins. Let's go Marlins. Get That's all hyped. I got. Getting me hyped. Getting me hyped. I'm.
0: A, I'll make a deal. If we get Jazz on the pod, and I end up winning this fantasy league, can get that jersey <laughs> as a prize. I might get the city connect.
1: I would. Miami, that's my swag. Miami. Super swaggy. Get his, get his jersey.
0: Anyway, that's all I got, my friend.
1: Well, guys, if you weren't aware, the reason we did two early episodes this week is because your boy's going to San Diego. Catch a Padres game. I will be there Friday night. You might be able to see me on TV, close to the third base dugout. I'll be rocking the new logo, white T-shirt.
0: Yeah, rock the merch.
1: You already? No. So, uh... I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be kicking back, I'm going to be getting fat, I'm going to be watching some baseball.
0: You better let me know how that food is, man. I'm hearing good <laughs> things about that San Diego. I heard about those nachos.
1: Food. There's some like crazy nachos they have, like brisket nachos or something. I was apparently like, apparently They got it. They got up. some
0: They got some good uh I don't want to say Mexican food. Is that the cuisine they have out there? Uh I remember yeah. hearing about it. I don't know if it's like street, maybe it was street tacos. It was something specific.
1: I'm going to eat it all. Eat it all. I'm going to eat it all. I'll take pictures. I'll let you guys know. Uh, but yeah, other than that, don't go chasing curveball.
0: We love y'all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What f- are you telling me to take? You take. Don't tell me you don't see it. You f- look. You understand? <laughs> We'll